You're listening to Irish Radio Canada Home and Abroad and you heard about the Festival of Curiosity in the last segment and Vinnie McCarthy mentioned that there is a Canadian contribution called Future Oceans, igniting a global community of designers spotlighting the ocean's plastic crisis. And uh, that is going to be moderated by Catherine LaRose, who is in Calgary. And, she, of course, in this virtual world, which is why we were chatting with Vinny and others about virtual conferences and virtual events, it's always fantastic when we find that there is a Canadian connection to an Irish event. And I'm going to go straight over to, to Catherine and say good morning or welcome. And uh, Future Oceans, the project, tell me what it's about and then your involvement with the Festival of Curiosity. Well, certainly, Future Oceans to most people is a fashion show. Um, we we like to refer to it uh, amongst ourselves as a fashion movement. Um, it's all about eco fashion and raising awareness for the crisis of plastic in our oceans. So we partnered up um, with two entities, the Victoria International Marina and the Ocean Legacy Foundation. And then the third entity is ourselves, the Natural Talent Alliance. And the three of us combined uh, worked for 11 months to come up with an idea for a fashion show that would make people look at the problem in a new way and hopefully inspire them to innovate solutions. And we did that through the art. Now, the obvious, of course, is there is unfortunately no shortage of raw material. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, that's true. So when it comes to something like this, how do you envisage that um, it could become a practical reality to harvest the plastic in the oceans and convert it into product? Well, that is a very practical reality. And in fact, that is exactly what the Ocean Legacy Foundation does and has been doing now for several years. Um, and I encourage anybody to find out more about them at oceanlegacy.ca. Um, they have created an, a program called EPIC, E-P-I-C. So for education, infrastructure, policy, and ocean cleanup, the ocean physical cleanups themselves. So what they do, amongst many things, um, is they, they go on massive ocean cleanups. They collect a lot of plastic debris off of the beaches around the world, and then they haul it back to recycling facilities where it is sorted and turned into new material. Um, in addition to that, in Vancouver, they actually have a warehouse um, they call it their Marine Debris Solutions Center. Um, it's a massive warehouse, and that's where they do all of their local cleanups, and they bring the plastic debris back there. Now, there, it doesn't just get sorted and recycled. It actually does get produced into certain raw materials that are sold back to industry. So this is a very practical solution. Now, in terms of the fashion show, that is not practical. Um, at least the fashion show, the way we created it, was meant to turn heads and make people look at the problem. But it wasn't necessarily designed to, through the wearable art section at least, um, propose a practical solution. The practical solution in our show was that we challenged the same 10 fashion designers to not only produce their wearable art out of the plastic, but to also produce their first ever eco-fashion line of clothing that was ready for market. So that would be their practical solution, and that's what they accomplished as part of the fashion show. I know when the... the Questions I always ask myself is, you know, we try to do our best. We put out a blue box. And <coughs> we try to uh, separate the various things and get, uh, to some degree, mixed messages. Because, uh, you know, we're told now we can put our plastic bags in with our green stuff and this. Uh, and I'm always curious 
and I would love to see a, the chain of uh, or a trail of what goes from a blue box and how it is collected and where it is separated and how it is turned into useful product again because <coughs> I often wonder are we um, being led to believe that uh, there's more recycling actually happening than there actually is so it always fascinates me when I hear what you're saying in, in this context um, so the connection then to participate in the Festival of Curiosity it must be presented to you a, a wonderful opportunity it really did and actually um, the, a lot of the premise for the show was, was discovered and discussed uh, while I was in Ireland so there, there's a special connection there for sure um, but yeah the Festival of Curiosity has always been a very special place for us to explore these kinds of ideas and the festival itself, your segment, is on Sunday, July 19th at 4 p.m. Irish time, yes. uh, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time, so 9 a.m. out in your neck of the woods. And um, what is going to happen? Well, for this, we thought it would be really interesting to show people a little snippet of the show that transpired, because back when we were doing most of our, our promoting, of the idea and the concept, um, we didn't, we haven't had the show yet. So uh, now that we've had the show and we've had several photo shoots since then as well, and the designers have continued to produce their eco fashion since the show ended, uh, we have a lot to talk about. So we want to show people what it looked like, what we actually produced together as a community, and then also talk about. Um, so we've invited two of the fashion designers, Alan Donnelly will be on the call as well to just talk about uh, the music and how that was all curated. Um, we also have Chloe Dubois from the Ocean Legacy Foundation. She'll be with us as well to kind of explain um, her involvement in the show. Um, and myself, yeah. So that's all. <laughs> oh, and Everlene, I'm so sorry. Everlene Aboka, uh, she's one of Canada's top models. Right. Um, and she was a really important part of our show as well. So we wanted her to talk about why it was important for her to be a part of the show as it was. Um, she's quite an influencer around her, and we were really interested in her opinion on that. So you mentioned Alan Donnelly and music. So what's the music story here? Okay. Well, the music story is great. Um, with our fashion shows, we usually try to incorporate original music. This year, and for the show, we stepped it up several notches. And we didn't just um, try to source the original music. We actually um, we asked musicians from around the world to submit um, clips of music that they felt embodied the cause and we selected musicians from those submissions. Um, so Alan Donnelly did that. Um, he was the curator of all of the music for the show, and he actually chose two musicians from Ireland, uh, Ojo Dublin and Darren Flynn. And the uh, interest that the was uh, aroused out of this, I understand, led to numerous or quite a, a healthy submissions. It did, yes. We received about 30 submissions for the music, uh, for people who just wanted to be a part of like a really awesome show that, that was speaking to something that we cared about. Um, so that was really inspiring for us, and we definitely would like to do that again. <laughs> so there will be a um, musical component that's coming out maybe separately at some point, a uh, soundtrack? Yes, that's something we're working on now. We're just talking with the musicians because we want to make sure that we go about things the absolute right way. And um, but yes, they've created beautiful original music and we can't wait to share it with the world. So we'd like to put together a soundtrack for the uh -huh. show, for the, for uh -huh. the first show, Futurations yeah. 1.0. Um, and then with future shows, we'll do the same thing. 
I know in the normal course of events you probably would have been in Dublin for this, uh, but you can't. Because um, I know I was meant to be in Dublin around the same time, and I can't. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, operating in a virtual world, how are you finding that? You know, it has its ups and downs. <laughs> there are there are days when it's okay, you know, because we're we're it's a steep learning curve. I have to say that's one thing um, is that we're all learning how to live in a new virtual world. But it also um, it's proven to me that human beings are capable of really incredible radical things in a hurry. And I think in a way um, that's something that we all need to be reminded of because we're faced with some pretty large problems that need solving. But we've been reminded now that we have the capacity. So, you know, I, I am confident that we are going to come out of this on the other side. It's been devastating um, what this has done to everybody at COVID-19, but um, I'm confident that we'll, we're resilient enough to come out the other side. And do you see in any way that as a result maybe of the current situation that it's easier for uh, organizations like yours who have real concerns to be able to convey the message and that it's being listened to? That's a good question. Um, it's easier. I suppose it's easier in the sense that we can we can quickly become part of interesting events like the Festival of Curiosity. So it's, it's nice to be involved in events around the world that maybe we wouldn't have had time or ability to travel to. Um, however, it's difficult, especially for our own, for Natural Talent Alliance, because we work with people in groups a lot. We, you know, produce model searches and fashion shows and performances and, you know, concerts, like small concerts, things like that. And that depends on groups of people coming together and uniting mm-hmm. for a cause. And so that's difficult to do in a virtual world. But, yeah, but we are adapting. We're finding new ways to be creative, and that's really what it's all about. So we should give some housekeeping details, and uh, I know I shared them at the end of the last segment when I was chatting with uh, Vinnie McCarthy, and it is the festivals, excuse me, festivalofculture.ie, and uh, full details are there. And the beauty of all these things is uh, is that they are free, and this is a free online event. And the other thing I would urge people to do is check out the Festival of Curiosity. When I looked at it and uh, saw the range of wonderful stuff, I sent the link to both of my daughters who have um, children in the 5 to 8 year age bracket because it really is fascinating what the the festival is about with uh, catering to that age group. And how have, uh, normally would that be an age group you're dealing with? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, in the past, my business partner, Matt Lefferi, and I we used to produce fashion shows for wearable technology. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we found is that it really spoke to the younger generations, particularly young girls. Um, at the time, we were, ex- we were exploring using sensors and LEDs and dresses and making these elaborate gowns out of them. Once again, to raise awareness about technology, not really to be a practical gown. Um, but little girls would be so drawn to them. And... They were drawn to them because they wanted to know how it worked and they wanted to make them for themselves. And we really felt that that was the spark of something, you know, that we were reaching them in a new way and that, you know, youth was becoming excited by electrical engineering and technology um, for new reasons. And um, so, so, yeah, we do think it's really effective for that age group, for sure. And this problem especially, you know, it doesn't have to be a fashion show, but art in general. Art is a great communicator. Artists are great communicators. And so if we can harness that power and use it to send a message, 
that, that sort of breaks through those barriers mm-hmm. of age and class and education and language and culture. If we can use art to communicate and break down those barriers, then I think we can actually affect real change. Fantastic. Well, Catherine, thanks a million for taking the time to tell us what's going on. And again, uh, the, the schedule for that is on Sunday, and it is the 19th, uh, 4 p.m. Irish time. And again, that is 11 a.m. Ottawa time, and that is uh, 9 a.m. Uh, out in Calgary. So 8 a.m. Vancouver. So everybody can get in on this. And Catherine, thanks a million for taking the time. Thank you so much.